This is your girl, Aisha Small, and you are now listening to Small Talk, where no small talk is insignificant. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to Small Talk, a.k.a. Real Talk. For my new listeners, my name is Aisha Small, and I'm here to speak on what's real. Last episode was with Dan Ocean, and we was able to cover a lot. I got so much feedback. I got so many comments. Thank you so much for your support and love, and I'm so glad I was able to help. But right now, I got to talk about this next guest. This next guest right here, man, listen. I got a Hall of Famer, WNBA All-Star, shoot, WNBA legend, a national champion, 2020 Naismith Coach of the Year, 2020 WBCA Coach of the Year. The list goes on. Please welcome Don Staley. All right. Coach. Yes. What's up, Coach? How you What's doing? What's going on? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Well, first, I want to say congratulations on being named Coach of the Year. That's huge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, for sure. And your team being number one and basically, shoot, dominating in that spot. Honestly, <laughs> I was really looking forward to the Final Four this year. Well, you and me both. <laughs> yeah. But let's let's talk about this transfer portal, Coach. Okay. So, I know in the past you had lost some players in a um, portal, mm-hmm. and you also gained players, and really you benefited from it. So, how do you feel about it? Do you believe, um, like, people can make the wrong decision or make the, think that they're making the best decision that's best fit for them and find out later on? Like, how do you feel about what's going on? Well, here's the thing. I think that the transfer portal is accessible um, to student-athletes. I mean, it's easily accessible. Um, and I, I, and it's utilized a lot. And it's utilized a lot for various reasons. And, you know, I, I know why why it was utilized for us. And it may be different than why it's being utilized, you know, for from from for other coaches. Um, here's the thing: I'm I'm one that likes to just communicate up front, like, and I and I like to just when I'm recruiting, I give the worst case scenarios, <laughs> and then we got to work from we work backwards. And I, I give it all up. And I'm probably one that gives it up too much because we probably could have gotten more recruits than not if I was another way and I'm, and I'm, I'm giving them the visualization of, of fluff. Right. I just, I'm just not really good at it. So <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not. And I, I just feel like, um, the, the transfer portal is utilized too much and there's more utilization of the transfer portal less on communicating uh, yeah that's a good point you know I, I just feel like you should be able to talk through the things that aren't happening or 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 talk while things are happening I think I think, I think that's huge right there. Yeah. Talk while things are happening. Yeah. Because I think people wait to the last minute and let everything boil up. And then you get to that boiling point and the communication part is out the window. Yeah. Cause you're not listening at, the, you're not, you're not listening at that point. 
So when right. you get reach a point where you have already made your decision, it's, yeah. it's done. Very rarely will somebody say, I want to transfer, um, and they come back. You had it. I, I did. I did. <laughs> that is rare, though. That's yeah. the first time I've seen it. It is. But but here's the deal. Here's the deal. And I'm just going to give you, because I've talked about it a lot, Kiki, Herbert Harrigan. Right. Um, she was one that came in my office at the end of the year last year, and we had our other coaches. Who, sorry, we had our other coaches. That's <laughs> champ. We had our other coaches, um, in the room with us, and because I'm gonna tell you again that I don't like to do one on ones with with players. I don't. Because I, I have to have somebody in a room that's listening to what's Witness. happening, taking <laughs> notes, all of that. If I do have a one-on-one with the student-athlete, I tell them to repeat the conversation so they understand what just took place. Because if you let them just um, – if you let them leave your office, they and cannot – yeah, they can't communicate what was discussed in a way that it was discussed to their parents or to their friends or to whoever is helping them make decisions. It's not even decisions to transfer or just helping them cope with everyday life and everyday right. life that, that comes with being a student athlete. So I'm going to go back to Kiki. Like Kiki came to my office, like every single one of our players um, three of them prior to her came in and said that they were leaving. I said the same thing. I just, you know, I said, um, let me know if I can help you. And I appreciate everything you've done for us. That's what I said. And they left. Kiki was different. You know, Kiki came in and she said she wanted to leave. And she's balling now. Killing. She's balling. <laughs> and she can barely get through what she was trying to say as far as I want to leave. So, and I know, I know young people talk. So I just try to really keep it consistent. I said, okay, Kiki. I said, <laughs> I said, um, let me know if I can help you. Um, but thank you. So she still continue to cry. So I'm like, okay, Kiki, why are you crying? So she is crying and crying and crying. I'm like, Kiki, why? I mean, I said this three, four, or five times. Why are you crying? Because if we could have gotten to the place of why she was crying, she probably wouldn't transfer. Right. So she couldn't get there that day. So she she left my office and went to the compliance and, you know, got herself in the portal. A week later, um, I called her AAU coach. Call Miguel. And I said, Miguel, how, how did we get here? And Kiki and I had a really good, strong relationship, I thought. When things come up, Kiki's emotional. She'll just let me know, which is fine. She could curse, cry, scream. She could do all of that. I don't care how young people deliver the message. As long as they deliver it, we could work right. on, you know, we could work on delivery, you know, but if we can't get the message or we can't get the information we can't we're not going anywhere right you know so basically he says she just wants to make sure that she feels a big 
part of the program in her senior year because she wants to she wants to go to the WNBA. I said, Kiki couldn't tell me that. <laughs> I'm like, really? Kiki couldn't tell me that. She tells me every other little thing. She couldn't tell me that. Now, I do have to give you some information. We had the number one recruiting class, and they were getting a lot of publicity. True. So I can understand her thought process behind that. But Kiki and I had history. So she should have been able to just say, look, however she needs to say it, I need I, I need the ball. I need I need you to give me an opportunity, you know, to to make big shots. Um I want the ball. It's my turn. Asia had to wait behind Asia, had to wait behind this person or that person. It's my time. And sure, and once we got sense. to that place, once we got to that place. As far as Miguel going back to Kiki and talking to her, um, and then me, Kiki and I got on the phone, and I'm like, for real, I'm like, Kiki, really? <laughs> for real, that's how I talk to you. This is how, really, Kiki? I said, you can't talk to me? She's like, no, I, you know, I was upset. I was this, I was that. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay, Kiki. I said, well, well what made you want to do that? And she basically doesn't have an answer. But I knew Kiki didn't want to leave. I knew her. I knew she didn't want to leave because although she had her name in the portal, she didn't talk to not one coach. <laughs> and, and I'm going to give you something else. Kiki doesn't like school. She would have had to oh. sit out. Oh, yeah. So I, I knew oh, yeah. all of this. I just waited until things simmered down. And I didn't. Right. I only called her AU coach. I didn't call her mom because her mom... You know, Kiki always thinks her mom is on my side. So I didn't want to call her mom. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I'm not going to call Michelle because she's going to think, you know, we're trying to double team her. Um, (laughs) It's a typical Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. So once we got off the phone, I told her, Kiki, I don't want you to leave. I I really don't want you to leave. And and I got a plan for you, but you got to see it through. And then I did tell her, I'm like, Kiki, you couldn't even – you couldn't even go more than three minutes up and down the floor before needing a sub. When you gonna work on you? And I think I think that's another thing where some kids are not. Uh, I want to stop saying kids, but young ladies, they're not aware of um, uh, their part in the situation. I know myself. I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. So we always we're always looking to blame, blame, blame. But then we have to sit back sometimes and see what what part we had into why the situation came out to being what it is. That's that's a that's a huge part is being able to see self. It's right. a huge part of it. Um well and I I'm not gonna they do see self because Self brought them in to have this conversation about transfer. True. They they don't see the big picture and how everything relates. Um, and you know, sometimes sometimes, you know, people play a big role, sometimes people play a smaller role. Um, and sometimes um young people want to hear it, and sometimes they don't. The the times that they don't want to hear it is when they're not they're not the one 
you know, like they're not the one that we're, we're centering our program around. Um, so they don't hear that part. Um, but I, you know, again, I, I, I like to paint the picture of, of giving to, to them as real as I see it. Now you can work your way to a better role or reduce role, but I'm talking you all the way through it. You know, like I'm not hiding behind anything. If someone tells me they want to play more, I'll say, okay, so, you know, where you want me to where? who you want me to, who you want me to take out the game so you could play. Um, have you gotten in the gym? And I, I'm a big um, uh, proponent of, and I tell our kids this, I said, there's a such thing as mentors and sponsors. Okay. Ooh. Mentors are, and I learned this from a, a, a black lady that works on Wall Street. I forget her name, but I heard her speak. She said, mentors are people who you talk to every day that can help you through just navigating through a profession. Right. Sponsors are the people who are in the room who are part of the decision making. And I tell them, assistant coaches are sponsors. So if you're working out with them, they're going to come back and say, hey, they're going to give you the benefit of doubt when it's discussion time, who we should play. Right, they're going to root for you. Yes. You know, but if you ask a young person, do they work out? Do they get in the gym? They say yes. And they probably do. But what are you working on? Not the right thing. Right. Not the right (laughs) things for you to want to play more or start or whatever. So I tell our kids, you need to, you need to, you need to get with the assistant coaches or myself. Work on some of the things that's actually going to help you. Mm, that's mm-hmm. huge. <laughs> <laughs> that's huge because some kids they think that they LeBron or KD or Candace Parker or this person that person and nothing nothing about them says that they'll be that player. I mean, I'm not the one to shoot anybody mm-hmm. down, but I just I I'm the same way. I like to keep it real. Like this is what you're good at. Let's be great at that. Let's not try to be somebody else or because you saw that person doing it, you think that you can do it. No, let's be great. Let's be the best version mm-hmm. of yourself. Yeah, you I, you working with young people now, so I know you getting a you getting a taste of it. Um, Catching the heat. Yeah, you getting it. <laughs> Yes, and I'm and I'm glad you're. You know, I don't like doing these podcasts. I don't. You know, I I've seen some of the stuff that you posted, and I'm like, okay, well, she's, you know, she's giving us a different narrative. That's the goal. That's the goal. And 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 I'm all for changing the narrative, for for the better, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, coaches need information, and young people need information. And I'm not saying right. I got it all for everybody. I'm, I, I got an experience in this thing. I got some experience in uh, transfers. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. We utilized the, the portal um, as far as we don't. I don't. I don't kick anybody off our team. They they decide to go jump in the portal, but we also have to jump in the portal to see if there's anybody in there that can help us. It's become part of. The fabric of recruiting nowadays, mm-hmm. which you know, I don't right. mind. There's enough of them in there well, that you know you. Speaking yep. of that, 
if this new rule passed, uh, how do you feel about the players playing right away? Or do you like the old rule where they got to sit out a year and it helps the player, like, be prepared and more involved with the team? Which one do you prefer? Uh, Here's what I prefer. I prefer if if you're in good academic standing, then go for it. Then go for it. Play right, Play right away. away. It's inevitable. It's it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Everything is geared towards student athlete um, well being and experience. And I and and at the rate that this transfer portal is working overtime and is flooded with players, um, <laughs> some some young people can't get it right the first time. They can't. Mm. I mean, a lot of them. I'm just gonna say a lot of them. For whatever right that is, but here's the thing: you you got to do your young people. They have to do their research and they do diligence. They can't just take yep. the coach's word for every single thing, because because the moment it doesn't look like what they said it was gonna look like during the recruiting process, you're gonna be like, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> I already know. Yes. I've been preaching this. Yes, so do your due diligence. You know, do your do it. Everybody talk to the head coach a lot. Talk to assistant coaches. Go on. Do your due diligence on social media. Go get in somebody's DMs that's on the teams that you're interested in. Talk to them. Kids are gonna talk, good, bad, or indifferent. They're gonna tell you about their experience. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't let it. anybody pull the wool wool over your eyes. This is a business. Both ways, coaches and players. It's a business. It's a they're against somebody you, you against somebody yes. them. Definitely yes. a business. Mm, that's crazy. Wow. Well, so I guess do you I know with the pandemic going on and with this coronavirus, like, do you think that's playing a huge part on everybody's mind? And especially this twenty one class, because I've been seeing myself. I've been seeing a lot of them commit. I'm, I don't want to knock the ones that's committing for the right mm-hmm. reason. Congratulations to them. But then there's there's some, and I'm, I know I'm not stupid, because I have some players that's been calling me, talking about they're ready to commit, and she ain't even take a visit. <laughs> and I'm like, how you going to commit somewhere and you haven't even been there before? Like, make it make you, sense. You know, you know so, what it is, though, right? What's that? You know, part of it is the, you know, COVID-19. Part of it is mm-hmm. coaches, too, are putting pressure. Like, I got... Oh, I got, for sure. So, yeah. now, don't uh-huh. get me wrong. So, at first, I was approaching... my One of my topics I was approaching was players, don't let these coaches pressure you into thinking that you need to commit right away. I swear, that was a topic I was going to talk about. But then it just hit a 180 on me. And now I'm hearing about these AU coaches, college college coaches, pressuring them to offer these kids. <laughs> so it's <laughs> you know, it's two folks. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I, I I heard a story. One coach called a coach and said, "Hey, this school, this school offered her. Why haven't you offered her? She ready to commit right now." What? <laughs> let me <laughs> wait, let me ask you just... something because you connected to young people. Oh man, why What's is it important? Like, why is it important that young people get an offer when they're not 
serious about the school? Uh, I think so. This is I always so. I mean, you know, Coach, you recruited me when I was coming up. We didn't in my generation. We never posted our offers. Like we never went out saying, "Oh, I got offered by this school and that school and this school." Now that's a thing, and I always question that because I'm just like, "Why? What's the point in knowing that you have no type of interest mm-hmm. in the school, but you're posting about how you got an offer from there from them?" And what I heard somebody because I asked that question one time, and I had a people respond back to me, and they said that when they post their offer. It, it makes other schools jump on. I mean, I don't, I don't know how true that is. I don't know. I'm still not a fan. Like, I feel like this is what I tell my players. If you're going to post all the schools that offered you, you make sure you post all the schools that um, offered you and then took the <laughs> offer back. That's how. That's what I tell my players all the time. It, it, that's what you're going to do. If you're going to post all the schools, you make sure you post the ones who have pulled their offer too. Yeah. Because that happens. So that right there, that's a huge question mark for me. I don't know why kids do it. I mean, I I have no idea that I was told that I was told multiple times that it helps bring on other offers. I don't know, but that's and then it's like, you know, with these kids, they follow people. Mm-hmm. It's like a domino effect. They see one person do it, then the other person gonna do it. So <laughs> it's real real. Yeah, I, I mean I I like to offer like like real offers. Like I saw you play a few times. I like you, um, uh, and I'm off. I offered to get to know you better because offers you could you could probably get a little bit better conversation than if you don't offer. Um, right. Our our coaches like like for us to like uh, you know if somebody comes to campus they're like oh we need to offer her. Us, and I do say we do like like why I do ask that question like <laughs> if I haven't seen them and and I obviously I can't see everybody but if they've seen them and they're like okay we gotta offer them you know we're you know we're competing against the ACC and the other SEC teams I'm like I mean do they fit here do they you know what are they ready to are they ready to commit these are like follow up questions that I have. When I when I feel like I'm being pressured to offer somebody, and mm. and and I, yep. I and I also you know before I like to offer too is I like conversations with their with their parents, key 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 parents. Here's why parents key because you want to know. I don't want to know the type of relationship that a kid has with their mom and their dad, and if if they communicate well with them and how they communicate with them. How, like, if you're telling your parents what to do, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna. You, I'm not the coach for you. <laughs> if you're telling your parents what to do, I'm not the one because one day or two days you're gonna to try to tell me what to do. And Huge, the and then the portal gets bigger. Because <laughs> for 20 years, Aisha, for 20 years, I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated. <laughs> I'm undefeated when it comes to that. So, 
Ain't nobody no, tell you me. No, you're not. You're, you're not going to tell. Not, not, not because, you know, not because I'm the coach and you're the player. There you go. Back. It's a respect. If you respect your parents, you're going to respect me and our coaching staff and your peers and your teammates. There's going to be something there. Right. You may you may not get along with them all the time, but there's going to be a level of respect to where, you know, you're not going you're not going to be talking to them, you know, crazy out of your mouth. So, I mean, yeah, everybody's got to do that. Coaches got to do that. You got you have to really find out and I and I say it's changed. It's evolved over the years. Like when we first got to South Carolina, I'm like, oh, we need we need talent. You know, I could deal with some other. I could deal with the baggage that the talent comes with. Um, and I could. But now that I'm 20 years in, I know there's enough talent with good character right. out there that I can pass on talent if I know it's going to create a headache. For me and everybody else. Right. Right. That's true. That is true. I got one last co- um, one mm-hmm. last question for you, Coach. So how was it developing as a coach, especially being a f- one of the uh, – basically being a legend as a player, being one of the top players to ever play the game? Because, you know, it's a, it's a lot of rumors that – Usually, great players are terrible mm. coaches. So, how was that development for you in transitioning into a coach? You know, I I, I was just myself. Like I I looked at myself as the point guard always. I couldn't play, but I always just looked at myself as the point guard. What would I What would I say if I'm the point guard of this team? And it mm. when I first started coaching, like. like <laughs> You know, you get those long timeouts. I was done in like 20 seconds. Mm. I was like, that's it. That's all I got. That's what I used to <laughs> say at Temple. That's it. That's all I got. And we just be sitting there like, okay. Then the horn goes off and they go out. I mean, now in 20 years, I can fill up a time. I can fill out a timeout. But I was, I'm, I am me. I am like my authentic self, my or, organic, authentic self. This is who I am. I think I'm still very much like a player when it when it comes to it. Like I'm I'm a point guard. I'm a point guard for life. And and my thought process doesn't change. But I did, honestly, I did have to get like other coaches to help me with like day-to-day and administrative stuff. Because I didn't know about that. I mm-hmm. knew basketball, but I didn't know about, you know, you gotta, you know, you got Every, you know, every semester you got to turn in a squad list and you got to, you know, you got this class. You got all these things that, you know, I didn't know about, nor did I want to know about because I was so still, I was still so much in the playing that I need somebody else to help me organize it and help me get me through until I'm done playing. Um, But mm. sometimes, you know, I, I do think at times other great players don't become great coaches because um, they they see they see the game a certain way and they can't explain it how they see it and feel it because it's natural to them. So you got to right, be able right, to right, right. explain it, like explain what you feel and see 
and that's hard sometimes, especially when you're not a point guard. Like if you if you if you a a two guard, it's hard for like shooters, and scorers to see it, <laughs> the game and explain it because their natural reaction is just to pull that trigger. They they're not you know explaining why you do it, how you do it. You know, they're not explaining that part of it. And it takes time. And you need you need people around you that can help you help bring that out of you. And I had that my entire 20-year career as a coach. Wow. <laughs> yes. Blessed. Yes. <laughs> blessed, blessed, blessed. Well, Coach, thank you so much for getting on. I appreciate it talking to you and everything. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for, again, creating another narrative and another outlet uh, for, for people to listen and, and broaden their horizon, especially young people. You've been through the process. You've been through it all. You went to a school, you transferred, you turned us down. You know, I had to throw that in there. (laughs) (laughs) But but you got great experience and that's what young people need to know. Like you, this is, you know, this doesn't have to be, just all things through. And if you still come to the conclusion, then leave. But don't leave right. and giving it a chance, giving a coach a chance to explain it. And I would say do it early. When you feel something, your feelings right. are real. Your perspective is real for you. So you have to give it. To, you owe the coach that. You came there to, to play for the coach. You owe that person that what you're feeling. You owe it to them and see if they can work it out. A coach is going to either continue to lie to you or what you think they're lying, or a coach is going to try to give you the truth and give you the big picture. Open your horizon right. your, to, to the big picture because sometimes seeing yourself in the big picture is, is, is what you need. Yeah, and it's hard, hard. but it's what you need. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah, that's true. But thanks for that knowledge, man. I, I hope the listeners take this all in and just think, man, I know we're going through some tough times, but mm-hmm. we just got to pray about it, keep the faith, and just know that everything It, it sure will. will. We got to pivot. You, if, 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 you know, we're, our normalcy is different, then we got to pivot. We're resilient. We're, we're athletes. We've been in sports. We're used to doing this. So we're, we're going to pivot and we're going to rise above <laughs> Oh, you're right. All right. Thank you again. Thank you, Aisha. Bye-bye. All right. Man, oh, man, that was such great feedback. Thank you, Coach Staley. Thank you, everyone, for listening. But let's get into these small talks. You heard the lady herself. Don't listen to anything these coaches got to say. This is a business. Players, it's on you to do your job, your research, and to find out What's the best fit for you? And I'm going to end on this note. I'm a true believer in God. And one thing I do know is that do not make a decision out of fear and the unknown. That's usually not the best thing to do. If you just keep trusting him and have faith, everything will work out in your favor. Y'all have a blessed one. Please hit me with feedback. Please let me know what you're thinking. If you have any questions. I'm here. I will answer to everybody. Y'all be good.